What's going on, everybody? I'm Jeff St. Pierre, and this is episode 128 of the Adult Education Podcast. This week, I'm speaking with American Idol's Hunter Girl. Thank you so much for checking out my show. If this is your first time joining the Adult Education Podcast, I genuinely hope that you like what you hear and that you stick around for future episodes. I'd really appreciate it if you would take a second to leave a five-star rating on whatever platform you're using and feel free to share the show with your friends. I always find that word of mouth is the best way to inspire new people to check it out. I'll be straight up with you. I don't really watch reality-based competition shows like American Idol or The Voice. It's not that I have any particular issue with them. They just don't interest me a whole lot. But I do acknowledge the talent that comes on these shows. Over the last couple of decades, we have seen some truly remarkable artists come from the Idol stage. I don't have to make a list for you because I'm sure that you already have a favorite or two. This episode of the Adult Education Podcast is a real pleasure because I had the chance to speak with season 20 runner-up, Hunter Girl. Her real name is Hunter Wolkanowski. Since finishing in the top two on last year's season, she's hit the ground running. Hunter's been out on the road playing wherever she can, and she's been releasing new music that really highlights her skills. Now, even though I didn't watch any of her season, I have become a fan. Hunter Girl has a killer voice and an even bigger stage presence and personality. I'm excited to see where this career takes her. But for right now, we're chatting about her experience on Idol, how she got there, and what's coming up next. I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Hunter Girl. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing good. Good. It's good to talk to you. No, it's so good to talk to you. Are you doing everything been okay? Yeah, everything's great. Everything's great. How about for you? Yeah, it's been awesome. Just been running. I've been on the road for a few weeks now and finally got to be home for a couple of days and I'm flying out to Minneapolis today. So I'm excited. One of my, my most fascinating things with American Idol is what it must be like after you finish, especially if you finish <laughs> so near the top like you did because you came in, you're the runner up on the show for your season. Yes. So like, yeah. I mean, I imagine like there's part of you that just wants to hit the ground running but you also still have responsibilities to the show as well. So I, I, I got to imagine those first few months afterwards are, are just kind of wild in so many different ways. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much. So just, I think the good thing is like, I, I was in Nashville for about six and a half years prior. And so coming off the show and like having people to reach out to, I remember I had a show offer like literally a week after I got off the show and I didn't have a band and I was like, uh, so I started calling my friends and I'm like, hey, can you guys do this? And uh, so, yeah, after the show, it was wild for those first few months, especially I think almost all the way into December. It was really, really crazy. And so this year, I, I think I just got the swing of it a little more this year. I do want to dive more into like what's going on right now, but I, I have to go back just a little bit because I, I feel like I need to learn more about you in general. I'm not a big yeah. I'm not a big idol person. I, I mean, I follow along <laughs> with what's going on, but I'm not like an avid watcher. And one of the things I was thinking about before getting into this conversation was I need to know where Hunter Girl came from. And I was like, but I'm not going to ask her because I'm sure it's out there everywhere. I Googled you to do some research. I can't find it anywhere. So I, I need to know what, where did Hunter Girl come from? So my last name is Walkanowski. Right. It's 11 letters. Kindergarten was hard. <laughs> and the lady at the front office, um, it's hard to pronounce my name. It's always been a pain with everybody. And the lady at the front office, she would always be like, uh, the girl, Hunter, Hunter girl, Hunter girl, come to the office. And after that moment, people just started calling me Hunter girl because it was hard to say my last name. And my pa calls me that. And it just kind of kept caught on. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm Hunter girl. 
That's funny. I really <laughs> like that. I've got a friend that uh, has done, I don't think he works in radio anymore, but he did work in radio. And when Kelsey Ballerini came out, his name was spelled K-E-L-S-E-Y. So not exactly the same, but still yeah. close. So he changed all of his socials to Kelsey the man. <laughs> and, oh my God. It, and it wasn't like an arrogant thing of like, I'm the man. It's just like, no, I am Kelsey. I'm a boy. Like, that's who I am. <laughs> I'm the guy, Kelsey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I know exactly where you're coming from with that. I've had someone yeah. do the same thing. <laughs> so I know you moved to Nashville fairly young. It was right after high school, but let's take it back to where you're from. I know you're from Tennessee, but tell me about yes. your hometown. Tell me what that's all about. Yeah, I'm from Winchester, Tennessee. I grew up Southeast Tennessee, um, an hour and a half from Nashville. So I'm still really close to my family, which is awesome. It's great. Because I come up a lot. But yeah, growing up just in the outdoors, my dad's a big outdoorsman, fishing and everything. And so like, I love my hometown. They were so supportive throughout the show. And even prior, I started playing shows when I was 14 at the marinas in Winchester and in the square. And so even as a kid, everybody would always come out and hang out and buy a shirt. I remember my first t-shirts and Lord, they look scary. But you know, like I was so proud of them and I was like, oh my gosh, I designed this myself. That's awesome. And so even back then, they were in my corner, and especially during the show, they had watch parties at the Oldham Theater back home in the square, and everybody had Redbird shirts, and everybody was making stuff, and they were just so awesome, and I love my hometown. Oh, I love that. Give me, like, an idea of the size. Like, how many people about is your town? Maybe. Like, how, how maybe many people were in your graduating class? Um, About... 200. Okay. All right. I can get an, I can get an idea from that. So I've been talking to some other artists and for whatever reason, most of them lately have been from Texas and Texas. Yeah. If you're trying to grow up in country music, I mean, there's a bar and a place to perform on every corner of every street in that state. What's it like being in Tennessee? I know you've got Nashville and you've got Memphis, which are two huge music yeah. hubs, but <laughs> I'm kind of curious what the rest of the state feels like if you're trying to be an up and coming musician. So I think my goal was like, I just want to get in front of as many people as possible. So any place anybody would have me, I would be there. And I remember being 15, like walking into bars and being like, Hey, um, can I just play music here? Is that okay? And I'd bring my little amp, little acoustic amp and play songs and stuff. And I just would go in my surrounding like counties and stuff be like, Oh, where's the live music at? And people would tell me these venues and I'm like, okay. And so I just walk in with my mom and dad. And my mom and dad are like, oh my gosh, or like we're bringing our 15 year old to a bar. That's awesome. Parents of the year. So I just looked where the live music was. I go on Facebook and search and be like, hey, what's going on? And so I was just scouting places on the internet and, or just like by word of mouth back then. I love that you were a teenager and you already had the balls, if you will, to walk into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, can I play here? I think, I mean, I was thinking like when I was 14 or 15, I was more concerned about the fact that my friends had better hair than I did. And here you are being like, I'm going to come play songs. Like, I don't even know if anyone's going to like them, but I'm going to go get in front of all these dudes and women too that are drinking at this bar yeah. and I'm going to play whatever. I, I think it just takes a lot of courage to do something like that. Oh, thank you so much. It's, you know, it's definitely scary, but uh, even when I was younger, like my, my pa, he, my grandpa, he worked four or five jobs growing up. My mom still has two jobs. Like everybody's, that's how I grew up. And they said, if I wanted to do this, I had to work really hard. So I hit the ground running as soon as I could. And the second that I saw that, oh, I played like a talent show at a county fair. And people were like, oh, I like that. I'm like, okay, awesome. So I went back home and started practicing songs and writing. I started writing when I was like nine. I'm sure the songs like were terrible, but and I don't know what I had to complain about at nine years old. Like my crayons didn't work <laughs> 
yeah, and just seeing where I was needed, like the first instrument I picked up was bass, mm. uh, not guitar, just because a band needed a bass player. And so I played bass and sang. So it was definitely just like learning from all the people around me. And a lot of them were older too, like in their 60s. It was like people from my church that yeah. I asked to be in my band. And so I learned a lot from those guys. Uh, your parents sound very supportive. Um, <laughs> and I'm intrigued a little bit because most people that I've experienced in life, if they're the kind of people that are going to work for five different jobs to make things work, they don't have the highest vision of the arts. So I, yeah. I love the fact that they saw your passion and they were like, Hey, look, this is going to be what she wants to do. We're going to let her put all of her effort into this basket. I think, I think that's great. I think that's awesome that your parents saw that. My parents are awesome. Like I looked up to them whenever I was a kid and like looking back, I'm like, Oh my God, I couldn't imagine the faith and trust it took to like let your kid go after music and dare to fail. Honestly, I, I think there were so many people that told me like, Hey, like nobody makes it in music. Like this isn't going to work out. Like, why are you doing this? And, and I was like, I'm going to make it work and I'm going to figure it out just because I saw my, my grandpa, I don't think he even graduated high school and he made something of his life. And I watched my mom and my dad and I was like, if they can do it, then I can do it just in a different way. What was the, I know you started getting into music very young. What was the moment that you knew that's it? I'm all in. This is going to be me. I'm pushing for this. I'm going to do music. That's my life. I think, I think I knew really, really young as a kid. I remember watching Dolly Parton mm. and I love her. I lived five minutes from my grandparents growing up. And every time I walked into their house, it was Dolly Parton and Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings. And every Christmas, my Nana would buy us Dollywood tickets to go see the lights. And I would eat so much kettle corn, I thought I was going to throw up, and it was awesome. But just watching her, I was like, I want to be just like her someday. Just her songwriting as an artist, and most of all, the way she is with people. Like how much she cares, and I was like, I really want to grow up to be like somebody like that one day. And that was just as a kid. We're going to have to get your hair a little bit bigger <laughs> if we're going to do that. <laughs> I think so. I think so. A lot more hairspray. My my geography of Tennessee is a little <laughs> bit uh, lacking. Where you live, are you close to Dollywood? Yeah, not not far at all. I'd say maybe a couple hours. Okay, I've always heard it's beautiful and it's amazing. I I have not made it yet in my life, but it's on my list of places to check out. It's so much fun. Like it's more crowded now than whenever I was younger and stuff sure. because they they built so many more rides. Yeah. But the shows, the music, it's so cool. Like, you'll have to go during Christmas time is when I'd say because they do this big light show. It's all decorated. It's it's beautiful. I've been told. I've been told the holidays are, like, the time to go. Like, in that season, like, that's the, the time to go check it out. So one of these years, we'll check it off. Do it. <laughs> so you graduate <laughs> high school and you move to to Nashville right away, basically. And, again, another, yes. another you know, huge kudos to your family for being able to say like, all right, we're going to let our 18 year old daughter go move to Nashville. <laughs> like, and I also imagine that's got to be difficult because you're going to go play at bars, right? I mean, you're going to go play places where yeah. you literally can't even walk in anyway, because you don't have an ID. So what was that exactly. whole experience like? So moving to Nashville, um, I went to school, started school at MTSU in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is like probably 30 minutes from Nashville. And I think within a month of me being there, I, it was kind of like the right place, right time thing. Um, I got an audition to sing at one of the bars to see if I got, you know, like if I'd get a job or anything. And I remember singing a few songs that day and the guy that owned it was like, hey, um, do you want to work today? And I was like, I was like, okay. He was like, yep, you're on two to six. I was like, okie dokie. 
And, you know, it's so funny down there because I was paying like 20 bucks to park. And, mm. you know, maybe I think back then I was getting like 40 bucks to play. So I was, I knew I'd have $20 in my pocket when I left. And uh, so I was playing seven days a week for like four to, I would say more on the eight hours a day at that point. Like I'd go to school in the mornings and then play at night. And then I'd call my mom. I remember vividly calling my mom every single night walking back to my car because she needed to know I made it safe. So I was, I do not know what kind of coffee I was drinking back then, but I would love it again. I would love it because I don't even know. I was living off life back then. <laughs> well, as you should, I mean, you're, you're, you're just out of high school. You're starting the college experience. You found your passion. I mean, I'm sure a lot of adrenaline was driving you through all of that. Yeah, I think so. It was just so much fun. And I learned so much being down there, honestly, because like the sound system would like crash and I'd like, I learned how to do sound and like the lights would go out and be like, okay, I know where the duct tape is. You know, it's like I learned every part of music while being down there just because I was 18. Everybody was older than me. And I'm like, I just have to learn from everybody. And I just kind of watch people. And there was this one guy I was always on stage with and he was so good at harmony. And like, like, and I've never, I never done anything like that. He started teaching me. And I think any advice that I'd give to anybody in music is just to be around people Mm -hmm. And people and be around people that are way better than you, <laughs> and and learn and learn from them because it just helped me so much as a kid. I'm always surprised in country music that we don't hear about more people that played sort of the Broadway circuit that have broken yeah. through. Because I feel like in the time that I've gone, if you can win a crowd <laughs> at say Rippies or Tootsies or whatever, if you can yeah. win a crowd there, you can win a crowd anywhere. Yeah. I like, I think being down there, it taught me how to be a performer mm. just because you're with a, you know, a drinking crowd or like whenever I was playing, it was kind of like in the mix. It wasn't like super late night a lot of the time. So it wasn't like, we're like, woo, but I've been in those crowds too. And it's, it's like, everybody is ADD all at once. Cause everybody's like drinking. They're like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. so you just have to learn how to like command a crowd in a way. And so being down there, it really like puts you in the frying pan. It's like, if, you cannot step up to the plate then like, you know, there's so many people that want to play, you know? So it's definitely scary um, being young and doing that. But it's, I think being on Broadway is one of the best things I ever did for myself. I loved it. I always think like people that are coming into the bars are not <laughs> necessarily coming to see you. Like they're coming to see some music, have yeah. a drink, enjoy. But like, so if you can win them over when they're not really there to see you in particular, I mean, you've got it. Like that's, that's the it factor that people need to win a crowd over right there. Oh, thank you. And like, that's so true because everybody's coming there just to enjoy Nashville. Yeah. And like, I'm like, nobody knows who I am. They don't like, you know, and it, especially if you're singing one of your songs, you know, it's like, cause it's not something they've heard before. And so it was always really special when I play like a song of mine and somebody would request a song of mine because I'd be like, Oh my gosh, like you want to hear my music. And it's just so awesome when people like come to Nashville and they want to hear the songs of the artists that are not known yet. And I, I, I'll never forget somebody coming up to me and be like, I want to listen to what you're writing. And so that would just, it just made me smile whenever I was 18. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Uh, there was a bar. I don't know if it's still there. I think it was called Cerveza Jacks. It was down. Oh my 
gosh. You know yes. what I'm talking Okay. For whatever yes. reason, that always that became my favorite spot. But there was one trip to Nashville. We were bouncing around like people do on Broadway. Ended up down there, and uh, we ended up staying for like four hours because the woman that was singing was so good that we were like, we're just parking it like this. We, we need to continue to hear this person sing. Like yeah. I just, I can't walk away and I, I would have to look her up on Instagram. I can't think of her name right now, but, uh, but yeah, she blew us away and we were just like, we're hooked. We're in, this is, this is our spot the rest of the night. That is awesome. Yeah. Cerveza Jacks is great and they have some really great people that play there. Yeah. I've always found to, to be very lucky when I walked in there to have some good talent, but a lot of places do. So it's a, uh, it's always a great yeah. spot to be. So you finished school. Uh, how old were you when you tried out for Idol? So funny story. Yeah. I auditioned for Idol like probably four times. All right, I was going to ask you if this was your first try or if you had tried before. Okay. This is not my first rodeo. <laughs> um, I do not give up easy. Um, so I auditioned probably four times and like I auditioned for other shows as well um, when I was younger. But it was kind of funny how this all kind of worked out. Somebody that I'd met was like, hey, like, uh, you should do the show this year and like sent me like the links and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to think about it. Like, I'm still trying to figure out what to do, you know, because we're coming off of 2020. And I got back to Nashville and I was like, what am I going to do? Because, you know, every every plan you could ever have fell through during that. And so I was like, just trying to figure out everything again. And um, and so they sent me that. And then I was like, I'm going to think about it. And it was literally the next night I was playing at a bar, probably 10 minutes from the apartment. And it's like, nobody, nobody's ever there. Nobody like, and if they are, they do not care. And I'm like carrying my speakers on my back. And it's like right next to about a bath and body works. You know what I mean? Like you get the full picture. Sure. And I was sitting there playing. And at the end of the show, a girl comes up to me and she was like, Hey, I used to be a producer on American Idol. And I think you should audition this year. And I was like, okay, twice in two days, God, I get the sign. Um, I'm just going to give it a try and see what happens. And because of that moment and her, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And the rest is history. And it completely changed my life 360. I've always wondered, you know, I'm sure there are people that audition <laughs> many times to go on Idol or whatever yeah. show. And I've always wondered if that would help or hurt someone, you know, like if you, <laughs> you're walking in for audition number two and they're like, oh, this person again, they're back. And like, I've always wondered how yeah. that would work. So I'm glad to see or glad to hear that it worked out for you, like auditioning more than once. It kept you in their mind and they were like, this is we, we want her back. We want her to be a part of this. Well, it was so funny because I auditioned when I was like 16, 17, 18, and I think. 20. And at the time of the show, I was 23. Okay. And so it'd been, it'd been so much time. Or maybe it might've been 16, 17, 18, 19, like back, back, back. And then I think after that, like it was kind of a, a break. And during that time I really got to grow is mm. like a performer. That's when I started playing Broadway. That's when I started like really getting around people in Nashville and learning from them. And I think I'm just so happy that it didn't work out all the other times I auditioned. I'm just so blessed it didn't just because I don't think I could have done this five years ago, like doing the show. I don't think I would have been ready. And mm. and I'm so glad that it's honestly like the perfect timing thing. Like I'm just really happy that it worked out the way it did. I almost feel like you're right with perfect timing too. And especially I think age can play a factor. I, I look back to like Scotty McCreary and Lauren Elena, two yeah. amazingly talented people. And they both won when they were teenagers 
and it took time. Like neither one of them came out of that, you know, just started going really fast. Like it, it took time for them to both grow and find their sound and figure out who they are. And it feels like, I mean, Scotty has had like five or six straight number one songs. Now Lauren's coming out with a big, huge new project. Like I, I feel yeah. like the expectation is you're going to come out right away. And if you don't come out right away, then you're considered a failure and it's just not real. Like I think sometimes you have to grow yeah. a bit. So now you being, I think you're 25 now Yes, being 25, yeah, 25. like you're, you're in a prime age to really like get in there like you've lived some life you've had some experiences you've done a lot of the things that a teenager wouldn't have done so I feel like you're in a much better spot to come out oh thank you and like I think it's just the experience of life and getting to know yourself like during the time that I was playing on Broadway when I was writing songs with my friends and you know putting out an EP by myself yeah. before the show even started like that was crazy I remember we had like only a couple weeks in the cutoff to put out some songs and I'm like, I want people to know that I write. Mm. And so uh, I started recording the songs. My sister designed the album art on Canva. We were balling on a budget. And and so we just put that thing out there. And I'm so happy that I did just because like being on the show and people getting to hear my music for the first time was like something really special. So I, I said earlier, I don't follow idol. You know, I look at the results usually like in our, in our like morning show prep at the radio station so I can see where things yeah. are going. And I follow along social media to see what's going on. I would have thought that you had won it hands down the way people were talking about Hunter girl all over the place. And that's no disrespect Aww. to the uh, Noah is the person that won your city. No disrespect to him at all because he's also fantastic. But when I heard that, yeah. I was like, wait, it's like Hunter girl didn't win. How is this possible? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, it is okay. I was, I was so proud of Noah, honestly, like just coming into this and, you know, he didn't even sign himself up and he just did such a good job and throughout the entire thing. And I was just really proud of him at the end and everything worked out the way it was supposed to like uh, getting shows after the show started and working on new music. And I have a, like singles I'm working on and like, I just, I'm living the life that I've wanted since I was a kid. And so however it all shook out, like, it is okay. And I'm just, I'm just pumped. Like I wouldn't be talking to you this morning if all this stuff hadn't happened. You know what I mean? So yeah. just, I just enjoy getting to be here in the moment. Well, I appreciate that little ego boost for me, uh, but it is a pleasure to talk to you about this. <laughs> when, did, when did your season end? Was it, was it about a year ago? Yes. It was, yeah. Right around this time a year ago. Okay. So I, I know you've been releasing new music. I've seen some new singles pop yeah. up. You got a duet with Noah actually, which is fantastic. Um, yes. So how does it feel to be out there, you know, recording music that's your music that you're like in charge of? Um, it's been so awesome. You know, coming off the show, I released a single for my hometown, just honestly thanking them for all the support during the show. And then I released a single here recently called Lonely Out of You. Yeah. Great and, song. Uh, really great song. Oh, thank you so much. It was like one of the first songs I wrote when I got back into town, like, Whenever I got off the show, I think I went home that weekend and then I came back to Nashville and I didn't even have an apartment because my apartment went up right before I left for LA for the show. So I was like, I'm just like sleeping on my friend's couches or like if my grandma lives probably like 45 from Nashville. And so I'm just like, Hey grandma, um, I'm going to sleep on your couch. Um, so just like coming off the show and then signing with a record label, I'm with broken bow, yeah. which is, they, they're so, so awesome. And, we're working on a single um, that's going to be coming out very soon. That's a song I'm really excited about. One thing I love about Lonely Out of You in particular is 
uh, how do I word this? I feel like a lot of idol people come off idol and there's just this push from the record label or whatever to get a song out, like just move quick. And it feel you, I feel like as a music person, I feel like I can hear that the song sounds rushed. Like the production value isn't quite perfect. It just feels like it was forced out there. Lonely out of you sounds big. It sounds important. It sounds very well done. Like I just, you've got it. Like you found the sound with this song. Like I was like, this is, this is Hunter girl. Like, I feel like I know who you are from this song. Oh, thank you so much. Like that means a lot because I got off the show and wrote that song and um, Jimmy Robbins, he produced that one and he's the one that produced Redbird, which is the single that I had on the show. And I remember hearing that song for the first time. I was like, I'm excited because I, I don't write very many love songs. I think I'm like hateful or kind of jaded. I'm not sure. And so this was like my second one. I was really proud of myself. I got like a gold gold star for not being bitter that day. And um, so I was so excited to hear that song come out. Uh, a lot so of work. What else besides recording? What else is life all about right now? I've seen on your Instagram, you've been out doing some shows, places. I mean, you just tour yes. where you can. Oh, I have been on the road really heavy this year. I'm really thankful. And I was pretty much gone for about two and a half weeks. And then I got home for, I'm home for, I was home for like a day and then I'm flying out today. So just living the dream, honestly, been on the road. I'm getting to play on July 8th at a a really cool uh, Luke Bryan's plan. So I'm just like really excited for that one. Just kind of full circle with the idol and I'm just gonna be like, Oh my God. hello! (laughs) I'm almost I almost I know he has Chase out with him for uh, for some dates this summer. I'm almost surprised he doesn't yes. just bring out his idol team. Like, come on out, come hang with me for the tour. <laughs> he is so he is so nice. Like, I was stuck in Vegas for a few hours because we were. It was during that winter storm. I don't know if you remember it. And we yeah. were trying to get to Utah, and so like uh, like him and his team reached out and they're like, "Are like, are you okay? Do you need to like, do, are y'all fine?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And I was like, "I'll be back." And they're like, he's like, come to the show. And I was like, okay, I'll see you there. And so like, it was so cool just because him playing that residency in Vegas. And then afterwards he like, he was like, talked to me for like 20 minutes, like 25 minutes. And he had to hop on a plane to go back to Nashville. And he's like, no, like I want to talk for a while. And I was like, oh my God, you know, it just really shows who he is as a human and his team, his band, everybody is so nice. Like his whole crew is. And it just meant a lot to me that he took the time and, brought me out to a show. It was awesome. You've spent more time with him than I have, but in the few meetings that I've had with him, he is a genuine guy. Like he's a very genuine yeah. person. Uh, it's, it's hard. Cause they, you know, they always say, don't, <laughs> don't meet your celebrity people. Like don't meet the people you yeah. love, but he, he never disappoints. He's just such a good human being all around. I love that about him. Yeah. I was so happy that, you know, he's exactly who I thought he was. Yeah. I think that's the coolest thing. Cause you always get nervous, you know, like, I'm like, sure. I'm, I'm scared to meet people I look up to. What if they're mean? And like, you, and you know, and he's just the nicest guy and everybody I've ever talked to has said that about him. So he's just a good person to look up to and somebody I hope to be like one day. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of tough nowadays too, because like just one meeting with someone, if it's not a good day for you, you know what I mean? Like it could come yeah. across so poorly. I always try to give people some grace because I don't know what's going on in their life, you know? Uh, yeah, but, exactly. but not everybody does just talking to uh, somebody from your label. Uh, one of your label mates, Chase Rice about this. And he's like, yeah, he's so, so cautious sometimes about what he says, because he's like, I don't want someone who's going to film this conversation, like posting something about that. I said wrong. And he's like, I just feel like an idiot. And I don't, <laughs> and I feel yes. bad that like that you artists are in that position sometimes. Like you're having a bad day and someone's going to judge that forever, you know? 
Yeah, no, like I completely, I, I completely relate in like kind of a different way because I think the first time it hit me after the show where like things had changed was I went to the, I went to the grocery store looking like I used to go to the grocery store. <laughs> I was wearing sweatpants. My hair was in a bun. I had no makeup. I was like living my life. I was like, I've worn enough high heeled boots. I've worn enough sparkly skirts and it is my time to shine in Kroger. And like, I was like, cause I was like, nobody knows me. You know what I mean? I didn't even think anything. And then people were like, Hey, can we get pictures? And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, I was like, I couldn't believe they even knew who I was. And, uh, so that was the, so now I never go to the grocery store looking bad now, just because like, I'm scared. I'm I get terrified to walk into Publix. I fix my makeup at least three times. (laughs) You've learned your lesson. I like that. I did. I learned it the hard way. I looked rough on Facebook. Uh, I know you're on BBR now. So what's the future look like? You're working on a single with them. Do we have a big Mm -hmm. tour lined up that we're going to be jumping on at some point? Like what's going on with Hunter Girl in the future here? In the future, uh, a ton of shows the rest of the summer. I'm so excited. I'm I'm not going to be home. (laughs) And so I'm having to buy a new suitcase because I broke mine. Um, so, but it just looking forward to so many things, uh, some new music really close on the horizon. Um, a song that I'm really excited about that I wrote by myself that will be coming out and in, next year, like the rest of the year is all shows and writing songs and working on a project. That's kind of the goal. And then next year, maybe I'll be on tour with somebody. We'll see. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. And hopefully I know we got you coming here next week, but hopefully we'll get you many times in the future as well. Cause we'd love to have you through here in the Baltimore area. Oh, that would be awesome. It was so much fun getting to talk to you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I know it's kind of last minute, so I appreciate you jumping on and uh, telling me more of your life story. I appreciate it. No, I had a blast. It was so good to meet you, and you have a good rest of your day. All right, take care, Hunter. All right, see you, Jeff. See ya. Big thank you to Hunter Girl for her time. I hope you check out her new music. It's really good stuff. And catch her when she rolls through your town on tour. You will not be disappointed. And thank you to all of you for listening to the Adult Education Podcast. Until next week, be well.